Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Hey, this is Dan Hansis alongside Chris Wessling. Hey, Dan. Mark Sessler and the boss, Greg Rosenthal. We're the Around the NFL podcast. Check us out three times a week as we discuss the latest NFL news as it happens. Always, of course, with a touch of mirth. Subscribe at NFL.com slash podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal, Dave. Dave Damashek. what's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, presented as always by... McDonald's, go get you some of that all-day breakfast. Put it in your belly, morning, noon, or night. It's always a good choice to eat an Egg McMuffin and a hash brown that comes in its own paper sleeping bag. I'm alone here in 66 behind the glass there. All the gang, Black Tie, Bartlett, Kent Brown, Sully, all the rest. I didn't ask you to cut away. No one needs to see any of you, believe me. Although, Kent Brown is wearing a nice T-shirt today. Let's see that for everybody who's watching on video here and if you're listening we appreciate that we appreciate the download the subscription on stitcher itunes and beyond on video you can watch us youtube and also you can find the video links at nfl.com slash podcasts like i say consume it in audio video or do both you know that's probably the best way to do it because because then like you go back a second time and that's it's one of those things it's like watching game of thrones you learn something new every time you uh, absorb a, uh, a DDFP. Now, we have a few treats for you here coming up, and we'll start it off. I mean, when better? It's always a good time to talk about food with offensive linemen. If you heard the Jeff Schwartz and Ross Tucker debate about uh, gravy versus icing a couple weeks ago, good for you because it was gangbuster stuff. If you missed it, go back and find it on YouTube. I think you'll be pleased that you did. And, uh, you know, it really launched, I didn't realize it at the time, but it has really launched an entire segment of talking about food with NFL offensive linemen. Today's subject, a good one, an important one, 
best potato preparation. In fact, it's so important. It's one of the Shecky Awards at the end of every year. And best potato prep, so many good options there. So we sat down with two guys who know their way around a food plate. Sean O'Hara of the New York Giants and Cleveland Browns and the great Brian Baldinger of many NFL teams. Here we go. Let's figure it out, the three of us. Best potato prep. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans and fans of one of the most important things in all the world, food. And once again, we are joined by fellas whose profession really indicates that they care about food. NFL offensive lineman Brian Baldinger, Sean O'Hare. What's the poop, fella? Yeah, dig in. Don't Just wait. so that everybody knows that yeah. these are not fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's very. And even if they're a couple days or weeks old, doesn't matter. You can eat your tots. I'll, <laughs> I, I'll take care of those for you. All right, listen, we have I, a, a pretty good range of potatoes here. Mm-hmm. The subject, of course, what is the best potato preparation mm. here? We like to get offensive linemen to debate the big issues when it comes to yeah. uh, to food, and I don't think there are many issues more important than what is the best kind of potato. Well, I'll you, start with I, you Well, here's the thing, Shaq, is like I'm looking at this, and who doesn't like hash browns? Like I want hash browns, and I want runny eggs, this and is, I want to like. Is a, this work is them a breakfast together. portion right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really yeah. order hash browns at lunch or at dinner, but that's breakfast that's on the menu. I agree with that, but you know, you touch on something. Some people O'Hara. would actually call those like home fried, like hash, you know, like that. That can be kind of. Well, then you can get that, the diced right. potatoes right. with the little peppers in them. So too I love that breakfast. potatoes. You can you can really argue potatoes are great for every meal. Well, you've you, got breakfast, you've got lunch, and yeah. you've got dinner. So you, you, I mean, you basically got your three square. You know? See, the the, 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 the cool thing now and the trend, and, and my wife has has really been on me about this is. These guys right here. Oh, these are not just potatoes. These are the sweet potato fries. Yeah. This is like a whole new Pandora's box because yeah. they're healthy. Sweet potatoes are healthy for you. So when you eat sweet potato fries, you're actually doing your body a, a, a service. You're Do I feel like I just them. have like a new glow just putting that one in my mouth? It's right clear, Baldy. Yeah. You look like a new man. Huh? But to be comprehensive, I want to make sure before we really get into a ranking and figuring out which one's the best – do we have all the potatoes here, all the different potato preps here? No is the answer. No. Yeah. We lack Leonese. And yeah. au-, au gratin potatoes. Au gratin are the cheesy kind of um, yeah. Yeah, the, flat ones. With yeah, with a little sauce. Orangey yeah. cheese. I guess mm. cheddar probably. And then the Leonese have the onions all mm. through them, and those are delicious as well. But I think we have everything else save the twice-baked potato, and that's an important subject as far as I'm concerned, a subsection. I find people who order the, the twice-baked the potato. I think we should just change the name of it to the prima donna style. Who needs a yeah, once baked isn't good enough for you? You have to get yours twice baked. Who do you think you are? Well, what, oh. what does the flavor change a great deal? The twice twice baked. I mean, I that's really know. the question. Not to me. It just seems like you're asking a lot of people. Like, oh yeah, I'm a, thank I'm a, you for making the effort of baking that. But do I, it again. You know what though? But I'm a fan of the twice baked potato. Because here's why? Because it got twice the attention. All right, so now that baked twice potato, the amount of when, love. You, when you eat that, it, it got twice the love, twice mm. the attention, so it tastes twice as good. Now, as an offensive lineman, we're used to working twice as hard, so I appreciate mm. the, the amount of, of love and energy and time that it took to, to dedicate that potato. So once it's twice baked, though, Sean, us, and you cut it open, is there anything that you don't put on the potato? Well, it's, I think got, what it's got to be loaded. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm it's, saying, yeah, because when you load it up now, I mean, you, we got, we've got butter, we've got sour cream, We've got bacon. 
All right. What else are we put in? You gotta have cheese. Chives? Shredded cheese. You gotta have a little cheese. Okay. You know what it is? O'Hare is one of these new generation people who needs it all done for him. Mm. That, like Baldy says, old school. You slice it open. Yeah. You put your own stuff on there. I'm just what scooping. I, what, what's the world owe you? They have to do all the prep for you. You I have to. You can't. You can't smush the potato well. up. And no, put, he tips well. I refuse right, to discriminate but, when it comes to eating potatoes. I will eat all of those. In, in, in any particular order, and I will eat them, Sam, I am. Yes, I will. Well, let's decide here and now. Do you like a, a twice-baked potato, or do you go once-baked? Well, not everybody serves a twice-baked potato. Well, so you only you, get the you choice. based on what's on the menu. If there's a twice-baked potato on there, I'm taking the twice-baked potato. Hmm. But if they don't have it, I'll take the loaded baked potato, hmm. and I'm not going to complain about it. I'm going to eat that. I'm not that arrogant and, that I would ever order the twice-baked. And bake. I'm not one of those artificial potato lovers where I'm going to just eat the inside and not the skin. I, I'm cutting that whole thing down, and I like it. I've always thought that the French fry, the key to a great French fry, is you don't have to dip it into a condiment. Hmm. You can just you just enjoy the flavor. You know, McDonald's always had great fries. They I did. never put ketchup on my McDonald's French fries. No. They oh, were made no, the gold man. standard. Of, that was of the French standard, fries. right? Like, you mm -hmm. got those fries. You got the large bag of fries. You never, like, were dipping ketchup in there. Now, there's a lot of fries that need ketchup. What do we think about there? The, are mean, you a single French fry at a time guy, or do you like to kind of no. bunch, like, three or four well, together? Those are yeah, very I'm good fries. I'll like show them. Get them like, like, it's a, a great like question. matches. Like a stick of matches, you know, you get a group of them in there, and then you just kind of chomp on them. Well, sometimes I can't, you know, it, the shovel is just working, yeah. and you're just trying to get in there as quickly as you can. I understand that. But a French fry that needs ketchup, I like to dip. I like to dip the fry. That's why you get those little white cups of ketchup. One dip, though. You can't double Just dip. a dip. No, no. I like it. to, you know what? That's where I spoil myself. Yeah, I get it. like five or six of those little white yeah. cups of uh, ketchup. This is how you do and it I like three at I, a time. each one. It's, I, I may only dip in that ketchup one time because there's nothing better than a full pool right there. And you just, it, it's, un, it, it's unsullied, you know? You christen it, you baptize it with that fry. Well, ah, did you, you throw know, a Game of Thrones reference on there? Calling it unsullied? Like yeah. I like that. Well played. <laughs> you know, we, we had this uh, hamburger joint. My town I grew up mm, in, Massive Peak in New York. We had an all-American hamburger joint, and they had the best fries. But they were a fry that you needed to dip. And it had the little white cups, and you filled the ketchup up. And people that go through that town, they stop. There was a line out that door all day long every day. Well, let's talk about, now that we're into the subject fully here, of French fries, what's the best cut? You can get this very skinny shoestring. No, you can get this style, which is about the, you know, that's, medium, that's the middle. Medium, yeah. And then you can get those fat, steak flat fries. steak fries. Where do we come down? Mm. It depends on what I'm eating. If I'm eating a steak, I'll take the steak fries. And because I'm eating it with a fork, and I can, you know, I can handle. Oh, there that. we go. Got the but I like the, the the potato. You've got to be able to taste it. You got it can't just be all the breading and the fried. So the medium to the thick cut, I love. But if you have like the all American great burger, just a cheeseburger that's just dripping, you know, I mean, Chuck, just, I want my double burger. What are you? Are you are you dipping fries with that? With that burger like that? I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm actually. I'm going to take some of those fries. I'm going to put them on the burger. Good for you. Baldy <laughs> and, and I are from Pittsburgh. You're not from Pittsburgh, well, but that's Pittsburgh style. Yeah, fries man, on the same. Primani style. Primani's right, right there. Primani. So I, I, I love that. And at, at Rutgers, we used to have these fat swingers. That we used to call them. They were fat cats, but I used to call it the fat swinger. And it was two cheeseburgers on a roll, and you put 
bacon, egg, Loaded. mozzarella sticks, mm. chicken fingers, and French fries, and then put hot sauce all over all of that. Yeah. And you just roll that up, and you just, you know, you oh. take that right to the grill. You lost me a chicken finger. That's good. That's, now yeah, you're talking about like the Samoa But, but when you take a bite, when you actually get into that chicken finger, and it's like, oh, that's something different mm. in there. It's kind of a nice little bonus. Right, but I'm against the Samoa cookie when it comes to Girl Scout t- cookie debates, and that may be an upcoming debate that we'll okay. have to have. But Keep me on the list. The Samoa cookie, to me, of course it tastes good because it's got everything in it. It, mm. it cheats if you just throw every. I mean, that's what your sandwich. You just you're throwing all in it, and you're helping out the Girl Scouts. That's so also it's, true. it's a win-win. Also true. What are we doing with the mashed potatoes? Well, we'll get to those. But one more fry. Girl Scouts should sell French fries. Mm. That would be great. All right, fellas, let's get to it then. Rank them for me here. Let's say let's play it this way. You can only have one potato preparation for the rest of your life, mm. to the exclusion of all others. Wow. Which is it going to be, Baldy? I start with you. I'm, look, I'm going with the Papa Fritas. I'm going French fries because they're so. F- you can do anything you want with them. You could put them on sandwiches the way Sean preferred over there at Rutgers when he was getting that great education, or you could you could eat them with every single sandwich that there is. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a sandwich that fries don't go with. You ever go to France and have uh, moulet yeah. frites? Yeah. You put them in the sauce. What with your muscles? You take them out. You can't do that with a mashed potato, O'Hara. How say you? Wee oui, wee. Oui. My mom has a phenomenal recipe. She calls it Louisville potatoes. And it, she takes the potatoes and, and she chops them all up. And, and it's almost like a, a, a kind of a different mashed potato. It's not mashed with lumpy. I mean, it's really smooth and creamy. It's phenomenal. And I love that. And, and on special occasions and holidays, she'll make that. My wife actually now makes Can't her own go version. Mom. It's phenomenal, and I love that. But He's about to. When I'm looking at, you're saying for it, for the rest of, Eternity. of your life. This is it, man. We're you talking don't get about, to have any other. I'm going to go with the sweet potato fries. Oh, you, that's you. I, I don't think you believe that in your soul. Well, here's why I'm saying This is the felt Sean O'Hara, though. Like, based on what I said before. He's tucking his shirt into his. If those really are healthy for you, that means I'm going to live longer. That means I get to eat How fries How healthy longer. can they be? They're still fried. I get to eat fries longer because I'm choosing sweet potato fries. But, like, do you, are you are thinking about if, health if, when if, you're eating fries? If I didn't, know, But, but that, that's why it's, you know, it, it goes along with his hyperbole, which is if you could only choose one for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, okay, under that context, I'm going with that because you'd be sick of those be inside of a month. You if could you eat just those said, then, no, for the you'd next be craving month, this. If you for mm-hmm. the next month, if you had to choose one, I'm going with these tots right here. All right, you've both made compelling arguments. I, I, the fix was in because I agreed with Baldy before he even started. I mean, if you have to choose only one, the French fries. You're going fries. I mean, going, fries you're going, you're going be Highlander it. on us, so there could be only one. Well, that's that's the only way you can play it. Because that really, that's when you find out really where your heart lies, is when I tell you you can only have the one yeah. for the rest of your life. Brian Baldinger, Sean O'Hara, insightful stuff. I felt at the time that we had covered all the bases, but as soon as I walked out of the studio, I realized, wait a second, we failed to talk about potato chips. So I guess we have to do the whole thing all over again. And by the way, as we continued further down the hallway, Sean O'Hara said, oh, I should have told my story about how Eli Manning always required me to bring him some French fries uh, on Saturday night before a game. It was one of our rituals, and then my first uh, season 
in retirement, Eli called me on Saturday night to ask where my French fries are. And that was very funny. And I thanked O'Hara for bringing that up after we had completed 15 minutes of taping on that. So anyway, maybe we have to do the whole thing again. But in the meantime, oh, and let me tell you, we have A.J. Hawk, another of our favorites coming up in just a second. Another walk and talk with Hawk. And Dear Ikey with uh, another of our favorites. Uh, Ike Taylor weighing in, not on the game of football, but the game of life, responding to a question from the great Nate Burleson. So stick around. But real quick, fellas behind the glass, black tie on down. What do we think about, did we get it right, French fries? I mean, we can overthink it, but this is one of those subjects that I think your classic shoestring fry is going to be your best potato prep. Here comes a weird answer from Black Tie. I don't know if you can do weirder than O'Hara saying a plantain, but all right. I mean, not plantain. He said uh, sweet potato fry. I'm more a plantain's of a, very good. I'm more of a gnocchi guy. I mean, did I – you know what? Did I say it was going to be a weird answer? I'm just saying. So if you could only have one potato preparation for the rest of your life, Black Tie, gnocchi. That's it. I recently fell no in love No French with fries, no mashed potatoes, no tater tots. Tater tots, definitely not. Too, too deep fried. That's just – you just that's, – that's not going to work. Okay. French fries could work. What about a baked potato? <sighs> nope. Black Tie's eating his gnocchi. Ciao, Italia. Black Tie. That's it, right? You that's love- that's to where I go. I don't know about the rest of the crew behind here, but I'll go gnocchi. All right. Does that uh, the all the reasonable people behind the glass show of hands there? Did uh, we get it right with French fries? They all say they all oh, agree. Yeah, everybody agrees. Good. So I'm more of a two burgers over burger and a French fries kind of guy. Is that what kind of guy you are? Yeah. Fascinating insight into black tie. Um, All right. Now let's get to A.J. Hawk, and we enjoy taking a walk and talk around Football America. And if you haven't watched it again, you can listen to it. There's great insight about the game of football and some of his experiences playing it. The great Ohio State, Green Bay Packer, and Cincinnati Bengal addresses some of the bigger games that he was a part of. But, of course, you can watch us walk and talk, and, and we traverse Football America, not unlike Tom Hanks in, um, what's it called, Forrest Gump when he goes on his run, except that we don't run, we walk. And, in fact, we aren't actually out in the great outdoors. We're against green screen. Spoiler alert. Um, but, anyway, here it is. Damashek goes on a walk and talk with Hawk. We are here in Cincinnati outside of Paul Brown Stadium. Let's revisit January 2016 and your recollections of the weirdest game I've ever seen, and that's not hyperbole. The Bengals, the Steelers, coaches on the field, players in capes on the field, guys knocking each other out, weird fumbles, and the best of all, Vontez Perfect running off the field doing this with 90 seconds left, and you guys still lose the game. It was a big interception, man. He was excited. What a weird day it was. I'm sure you were sitting at home eating your Permanente Brothers, whatever you guys call it, and drinking, was it Steel Reserve? You don't have Steel Reserve, is it? <laughs> Iron City beer, Iron City. Sir. Oh, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Um, and, yeah, just being tough like you always are. And you're mm-hmm. probably so excited once we lost. And Cincy, I know. But you're, I've never been a part of a game like that. I don't think many people have. Weirdest game you've ever been in? Most likely, yes. And I played in the Fail Mary game in Seattle. I mm-hmm. played in the Lost NFC Championship game at, at the end. Whew, on an onside kick, all kind of situations. So that oh, was look probably at that. the weirdest. Here we are. We're outside the clink now. Here oh. we go. Let's, let's visit that one. 
The fail Mary was a weird one too. Were you on the field for it? I was not on the field for that exact play. I watched just like you. The and sideline. What was the buzz? What was happening on the uh, sideline? Absolute disbelief. And then after it, what people don't know, so everyone took off, got off the field. We went to the locker room. Those are the replacement refs, if you remember. Of course I well, do. I'm take walking. And they came into the locker room and told us, we had got shoulder pads off, guys freaking out, throwing stuff, lockers being kicked. And they said, hey, legally, like to end the game, they have to kick the extra point. And I thought the ref was, I thought this ref was going to get killed before he got out of the locker room. And Mike McCarthy being the calm guy he is, he, he's like, we got to get 11 guys out there. So we had 11 guys. I don't know if, I don't think I went out. Maybe I did go out there and had to stand there for the extra point. It was terrible. And then guess what? Right. Two days later, the real refs came back. And that really affected playoff seeding. Didn't yes, it? it did. I think, yeah, it finally came back. But I mean, I don't put that on. Whatever. Now, this clink, this is the house of horrors for any Packer or Packer fan, right? I mean, you guys, the fail Mary, then you get uh, house pretty good the following season or uh, after they win the Super Bowl. And then the what I consider the most heartbreaking game, not to be confused with the weirdest game I've ever seen, but the most heartbreaking game. If any one of eight things doesn't happen in the second half, the Packers go to the Super Bowl. How much does that stick in the craw? I mean, it does. It's something you're never going to forget. But after that game, I was definitely almost like I was in shock a little bit. I think everybody kind of was. Just it, everything happened so quickly. And then when you look back on it, if one thing out of that whole sequence doesn't happen, we're going to win the game. Dave Demashek. Ah, Hawk. I miss him already. What a great fellow. Um, waiting to see what happens with him, too, in the offseason. He suggests that he might hold out and wait to see come training camp when injuries start piling up and teams identify that they're in need of a linebacker. Hawk's name might uh, might be called there. I'd rather him be sitting here in Studio 66 with us. We'll see how all that shakes out in 2016. In the meantime, I had a dream that another football player who, whose work I really enjoyed would one day join us in Studio 66. Those dreams have come to fruition. And how, as much hope as I had for Ike Taylor, he has exceeded it tenfold. Now it's time, because he's a great football talker. But like I said earlier, he's even better talking about the game of life. Here he is addressing another question on Dear Ike. Hi and hello, football fans. That's Ike Taylor. I'm Dave Damashek. And yes, Ike, you're a football player, but today we're not going to talk about football. Nay, we're going to talk about the game of life. Are you all set here? Let's go. Dear Ike, answering the relationship questions, the life questions of our colleagues and NFL players out there. Today, let's address one from our pal, Nate Burleson. Dear Ike, it's your boy, Nate Burleson. I got a question. So you know how we get that itch to buy a car every now and then? I got that itch. I want the new G63, the Mercedes joint, you know, the boxy one. Question is, do I lease? Or do I just go pay cash? Ike Taylor, how say you? I don't be having the itch because I shower all the time. So I don't really be itching. <laughs> but I do like a car. I'm a car guy. Oh, okay. I thought and, you maybe misunderstood No, that. all my cars are disposable. But for Nate's situation, I would like Nate to lease. Because hmm. I feel like his itch 
comes often. So he's going to get tired of the G, the G wagon, and he's going to want something new or upgrade. So for Nate, I know he got the cash, but good on lease. You ain't going to drive it a lot. You travel back and forth to work. I would say, Nate, lease that thing out, bro. Fiscally responsible. Now, dear, didn't you once after a Super Bowl go immediately out and buy a Maserati? Got a Maserati. Yeah. In Tampa. And? So me and my little You didn't man, even wait to get home. You just man. bought it in the city no, you won no. the Super Bowl. No, no. So we Bowl. stayed that night. After we won the Super Bowl, stayed in Tampa that night. Told my lady, I forgot what my lady did. I forgot what Danielle did. Anyway, Ivan and my mama, we drove straight to the dealership. Straight to the dealership. The car, the car drove in. I said, y'all keep it. I don't even want it. Give me that Maserati. <laughs> slash Maserati. <laughs> Why no M? Because, you know, we talk different down Azerati. there. Azerati. Yeah, and where's that car now? I gave it right back about a couple of months later because it was too slow and bought me a Rari slash Ferrari. Well done, Ike Taylor. There it is, another edition of Dear Ike. Thank you, Ike. You're welcome, Dave. 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 Two, four, in full effect. Two, four. In full effect there. Great stuff from Nate Burleson as well. Ike will be back with us. I think he's on a European tour as we speak, but uh, as the season draws an eye, and it's going to be here before we all realize, um, Ike will, of course, be back here in DDFP in Studio 66 on a regular basis, along with Maurice and Handsome Hank and everybody else. Behind the glass, though, where do we come down on Ike's thing? I lease... Because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I know that's true. People have advised me who know me. They say, Dave, you're a wreck of a human being. And you don't uh, provide proper care to your automobile. Therefore, you don't want to own that thing. You want to get rid of you Drive a nice, relatively, relatively new car. And then after three years, boop, reboot, start fresh, you know? I think that's the way to do it for, for uh, you know, somebody who isn't really who doesn't comport himself like an adult. Well, I can't really speak for, you know, NFL players or yourself who has your show presented by McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Shout out to McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, for the everyday man, you can lease. And Ryan Bartlett here says he's he's a guy. He, he buys. And the thing with leasing is if you're a type of person that wants a new phone every every year, every, you know, every two years and a new iPhone comes out, how are you going to stick with a car for, like, more than two or three years? I'm a leasing kind of guy. Mm-hmm. The number one way to do it is – don't drive too much. If you don't do a lot of driving, a lot of commuting from work and, and whatnot, you can stay under that 10,000 mileage or whatever the lowest mileage per year is, and you can lease fairly easily, man. And you change your cars to keep it fresh, keep it new. That's what That's they the say. They say, it. they say if it uh, drives, flies, floats, or produces, rotate it every couple of years. Speaking of which, black tie, you're fired. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I kid. Um yeah, I, I I don't understand. It seems to me, and by the way, I don't know anything about such things, but I feel like that you pay a little bit less if you lease it for the for a better car. Like you can get a better car if you're leasing it. So what? I don't. Again, what's the downside then? That you don't have it as property to resell. You don't make yeah. money back off of it. Well, so I'm I'm on a traditional car buyer. So that that's what I've done. I'm the type I like to buy a car, keep it as long as I can, run it to the ground, and then try to make some money off it well that's the difference between you and me because my because like if i did that i would in fact run it into the ground and then it would just fall apart at some point and then it wouldn't have any resale value well what's as, as black tie said leasing's great if you don't drive 
So I mean, what's the point of having this fancy car if you can't know. drive it? I need a motorcycle. I think that's what, go. that's going to be that's going to be a good idea for me in 2017. I need a chopper or a moped. Uh, I I don't think you can get one of those uh, sidecar things on it though for a moped. Do they make a sidecar? You could you could give Evan Seinfeld a ride in your sidecar. Hmm. It's not a bad call. That'd be a fun thing. We'd solve all our issues that way, wouldn't we? Um, all right, listen. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun visiting with uh, with Ike and Nate and Hawk and Baldy and Schwar- and uh, and uh, Jeff Sh- uh, not Jeff Schwartz. I call him Jeff Schwartz. Sean O'Hara. Yeah, the same thing. They're the same. They're basically Irish, Jewish. What's the difference? Yeah, they all look the same. Uh, I, now that I don't know about. No, but they actually they are both bearded fellows. You're right about that. So all right. Anyway, listen. Forget the xenophobia. The the outrageous talk from Bartlett there and uh, black ties, cockamamie, gnocchi talk. Otherwise, a great show. We'll be back uh, with uh, much more Hui and applesauce for you. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans, and thanks to McDonald's. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Just bucket. Bang! You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.